Hi and welcome to the Expansive Podcast. My name is Eric Kruger. I'm one half of the Expansive Podcast. I'm a speaker and executive coach. And as always, I'm joined by my ever-elegant co-host, Mr. John Sonne, soon to be moving back to Dubai. He's also a keynote speaker and a future strategist. If you are joining us for the first time, it is great to have you here. Welcome. We hope that you'll enjoy being on this journey with us because every single week we release a new episode about what it means for individuals and organizations to really approach the future with an expansive mind. John, how are you doing, brother? I'm wonderful. Thank you, Eric. Uh, it's a beautiful summer day here in Cape Town. I spent 20 minutes in freezing water this morning, so I'm feeling fresh, revived, and I just stopped shivering from the cold. But uh, yeah, I'm very, very good. Um, as you mentioned in the intro, I'm moving back to Dubai, so I'm looking forward to that. There's always a little bit of trepidation, some daunting sort of, you know, then move over into a, a brand new movie set, uh, more mm. so than anything else. And it's, mm. uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's exciting, but also daunting, you know, it's, it's always goes hand in hand. So yes, I'm very well, thank you. How are you, Eric? Uh, how far away are you going to be living from where you used to live in Dubai? About 500 meters. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, so no, I, I uh, in fact, where I live is the marina and on the marina, because I haven't had a car for four years, I want to be close to shops, gyms, promenade and ocean. That was the real, because I want to be on the ocean every afternoon by the beach, like I am here in Cape Town. The promenade is the wonderful walk in the morning where I can have my lectures um, and also grocery shops and gyms are obviously things that you go into, like to have a little bubble. So mm. the marina is quite large. It's a seven and a half kilometer radius around the marina. And so depending on which side of the marina you live, traffic is better or worse. Grocery shops are better or worse. And so I've figured out which the good side of the marina is. And so I've got an apartment right next to the Marks and Spencers, right next to the platform studio gym. My barber, in fact, is also a couple hundred meters away. And I've got a promenade on ocean. So I've chosen quite specifically mm. and the building I've chosen, I kind of understand it now. So I understand that area. So yeah, all of this is available until June, July, and then it becomes too hot. So then I'll make another plan and, and, and see what I'll do then. So yes, excited for it. Um, you mean you'll like literally move somewhere else because of the heat? Well, I w you know, I've been thinking, yeah, I might do. I'm, I'm, really? I'm thinking of Portugal or okay. London. Yeah, yeah, just to oh, go okay. and spend three weeks or a month here or there and just set up like an Airbnb somewhere in those sort of spaces. Also mm. to network in those cities, get to know some people in those cities. Also, Dubai does empty out in summer. You know, there's uh, less tourists, obviously, and a lot mm. of locals who are able to move, do move. So there's okay. almost like, I would say, a 30, 40% dip in the middle of the heat um, as people start to look for cooler cooler environments yeah okay so yeah we'll see it's uh, it's all yeah. open at the moment yeah and hopefully we'll be able to do a bit of a book launch in dubai as well um ah. yeah that'll be great yeah so um i'm sure if you do listen to the podcast tonight we'll, eric and i've decided to join forces this year we'll be launching our books at the same time in may june this year and we'll be doing launches in Joburg, cape town and dubai so mm. very excited to be launching a book uh, in uh, international waters for the first time for you hey erico yeah, that is that is true. That is yes. true. And very then, dangerous. Um, very dangerous. Very, very dangerous thing to do. And then hopefully late in the year we'll be doing another book launch. So if if things go well, we're doing two book launches this year. Two book launches. That's brilliant. So the, the second book is actually a combined book. We actually need to get going with the with the transcribing of the podcast, eh, Eric. But that's yeah, a side right. point. We don't need to put that into the podcast. <laughs> well, not a good segue into the into the operations of behind the podcast. Um, uh, so great, uh, looking, looking forward to it and looking forward to all of it. Uh, how, how is your move to Cape Town? How are you enjoying living in Cape Town, uh, Eric? Yeah, listen, uh, um, I think it's one of the best things that I've done for myself, for my family. Um, we are loving every single moment of it. Yeah. 
And I think to, to a large extent, it's also given rise to the topic that we're going to speak about today because one thing that I've realized in the move is that, and we've mentioned this in the podcast before, it just becomes so apparent when you make a big change in your life that the environment that you operate in mm. dictates so much of your behavior and your thinking. Um, and it, it's, it's, it's massive. Like it's, it's, in, it's incredible. Like, you know, so, I mean, since moving here, I think what happened is that, you know, we spent two years in uh, Paul's off in Joburg during the pandemic, kind of almost like growing into our home. Like it felt to me like we, we grew stuck at home, you know, like, because in Paul's off, you don't really just run in the street. Like you don't walk out your house, run in the street and everything is fine. Like I'm, I'm too nervous about Danica doing that. Whereas here, like there's just there's freedom, there's openness. And so I find that we are living outside of the house a lot more than inside the house. But then, of course, like so what happens is you, you make this move, your environment changes, it changes your behavior, it changes your thinking. And then you have to reorganize and structure everything again from the start. And, and that's been quite challenging. Um, and that's part of the conversation that I want us to have today um, around just looking out for yourself and looking after yourself. Yeah, I think it's a great topic and, and you can revisit this topic so many times because there's new things you can talk about, changes that you've made, things that have worked and haven't worked. And it's a continuous process of self-care. And uh, mm. I, I'm glad that you've uh, brought this topic to our podcast because it's obviously high on your agenda, moving from one city to another, especially Joburg is not known for lifestyle. You know, it's known for a business capital of Africa and it's there to make money and it's the hustle. In fact, Johannesburg was built on a gold rush in the 1800s and it's still a gold rush. Uh, it's, it's just a rush, not a gold one anymore, it's just a rush. Um, and so, yo, just getting off that treadmill and coming to experience something else is just a really a wonderful, wonderful sort of realization to the opportunity of other different types of self-care, other ways of lifestyle and what it actually does to impact you. But before we start with self-care, today's topic, you know, I've, I've got a different theory. It's almost like, you know, your reality is a projection of your internal dialogue in many, many ways. And people often ask me, they said, did Cape Town moving? I moved to Cape Town in 2010, so 12 years ago. And um, they said to me, did Cape Town change your life? And I said, no, my life changed and then Cape Town became my reality. And, and mm. I think you have to make an internal decision to reprioritize X, Y, and Z. And then the city changes, you know, your, your movie set changes because of your internal sort of, hang on, I need something more, I want to experience something else. And then boom, you enter a new city, into a new mm. movie set, you know. So yeah, it really does depend where and what you prioritize. And you've obviously been thinking about your pups, which I think is a huge priority for you to, to make sure they have the best life. And also for you and your wife to experience, you know, young married, love, in love mm. couple life in a new environment. So... Congratulations for creating such a wonderful reality. I think that's very true. I, 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 and I totally agree with you. And we see that um, into out reality creation all the time. Yes. So I'm, I'm fully with you on that. But I also just think if someone is really stuck and if they feel they can't create a reality inside out, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the easiest way to do it is like you need to shock the system. Yeah. And you shock the system by creating a totally different environment. And obviously for everyone, it's not feasible to just like pack up and move. Yeah. Um, but for example, like, I mean, as soon as you go to Dubai, yeah. everything changes for you. Your lifestyle changes. Like you bring certain things along, but you meet new people that open up new horizons. You take on new behaviors. It changes your lifestyle. Like 
for example, I'm playing squash now for the first time. Yeah. And like, I never used to play squash, but it's changing the way that I look at my fitness, for example. Um, so I, I would just as, as we get into this, I think if someone is feeling stuck, they need to look as desperately as possible to how can they change their environment. And it doesn't have to be like moving cities. It could just be uh, changing wives, changing wives, like changing wives. (laughs) 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 I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Changing husbands. I mean, changing husbands. There's uh, there's small, there's small things you can do that will, will help you just move out of your comfort zone here a little bit. So that might be worth thinking about. Um, Anything in the news that's been standing out for you recently? Like it's been kind of, Top of mind. I love how technology and biotech is changing everything. You know, I keep seeing stories around blind people starting to see, deaf people starting to hear, people mm. with limbs that weren't working are working. I mean, I'm so fascinated with people having this. You know, I, I, I follow this guy on social media. He was in a bike. Oh, no, I think he got, anyway, he was in a bike accident or he got robbed, something like that. He got shot and, or he fell off his bike and he's been in a wheelchair, right? And, you know, there's real, real chance that he can talk a walk again now with new technology that's coming up. Mm. So incredibly excited for people that were um, were fully, fully able to walk and to move, and then were taken away, was taken away from them, and now maybe they can have it back. I can just imagine the psychology of being stuck in a wheelchair. Um, yeah. And then having the opportunity to maybe pop out of the wheelchair when you thought it was never possible. So I'm just enthralled with biotech. You know, I just think biotech making, you know, cutting away all diseases using CRISPR-Cas9, using stem cells to fix bad backs to, you know, blind people can see again. I mean, it's just unbelievable what we are seeing right in front of our mm. eyes. Um, and I mean, often I watch these TikToks with children hearing for the first time or seeing for the first time. Man, I sob. I am a mess mm. after watching those. I am a, I'm a puddle of tears. And it's just so beautiful to watch humans having a full extent of that. So always, uh, I, I follow something from Peter Diamandis, who's a longevity, it's a longevity blog. And he has AI um, scraping the top articles from around the world around longevity. And you get it in your inbox every day. So if anybody wants to sign up to it, just check out Peter Diamandis uh, from Singularity University's website and you can link up as a subscription sort of thing. So I've been watching that every morning and it's just unbelievable what's happening out there and how technology is starting to change our lives in the most dramatic way. And biotech is going to really just make us live longer, yeah. better, faster, sharper. I mean, it's Incredible. just fantastic. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Sure. Okay. All right, dude. Well, I think that's actually a very good um, segue. Go on, go on. Let's go use that, segue. Let's use that word. Segue, it's yes. a perfect segue. It is a perfect segue. We're <laughs> moving, yes. moving into our segment today. So uh, today I wanted us to have a bit of a discussion around self-care. Mm. And actually it's more about uh, bringing the reflection to the two of us. Yeah. To pause for a moment because we've been busy coming into the new year. Um, and just to stop for a moment and think, well, how have we been looking after ourselves? Are we doing enough? Are we doing too little? What needs to change? Well, so I definitely think too little is not in the it's not in the boat for you and me because we we are we're far too <laughs> ambitious in this part of our lives to have anything too little. Maybe too much, I think, might be a thing. But you look, I I, I love that you suggested this, and and I break down self care into three different sections. In myself, when I think about my self care, I think about it in three different demarcations. It's mental self care emotional self-care and physical self-care and i think that often we think about self-care just in massages 
or mm. in your nails getting done, your hair getting done, your skin being in good nick. But really, your brain could be super dead because you're doing something you don't really love and you're just trying to wash the day away so you can get back to home or whatever it may be. And definitely emotional self-care is something that is not on high on people's agendas because it's intangible. There's no ROI on it that you can really grasp into like a gym contract can give you. So I think it's important that we demarcate them into those three sections and then unpack them underneath each one of those. What do you think? Yeah, I like that. I like that. So should we start with uh, the physical self-care? Why don't, you, why don't you kick off and you tell me what you're doing physically that, that you haven't been doing. Yeah, I'm torn on this one because on the one hand, I've, I think I've been doing really, really well here. Like I've upped my physical activity a lot, been playing a lot of squash, playing league squash, uh, beating my opponents in my league games. Uh, you know, I wasn't going to leave it right there. No, 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 I wasn't going to bring up any other scoring because I didn't want to embarrass you in front of all the listeners, Eric. But now that you brought it up, Eric, why don't you tell us about the other match that you had? There was a very uh, young, pretty lady that uh, whipped your ass. Was that right? I don't know. What was that story? <laughs> Eric. So, um, so uh, on top of the squash. Uh, <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, uh, we've been we've been very active, taking the pubs out for walks all the time, like hitting the beach. So, on the one hand, I've been very very active, but on the flip side, I don't feel like I've been looking after the machine in terms of um, what I'm feeding it, and in terms of also recovery. Like it's actually. I've bounced the opposite side, like where this week I'm playing nine games of squash. Nine games, dude. Because we have this league thing on, on Friday and Saturday. We play three games on the Friday and, and two on the Saturday. So it's that, plus squash coaching, plus golf, 18 holes this morning. Like, wow. I feel like I'm actually like a professional athlete. Yeah. And not working. Yeah, and yeah, like... yeah, you're mocking me, fitness influencer. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, good. So I think, I think on the one hand, doing really well in terms of uh, lots of activity, lots of fitness, way better than last year. I've lost some weight, for example. Mm, no, I see, yeah. Uh, but on the other side, I'm, I'm not taking care of the machine enough. So I really want to, from next week, have uh, more specific days demarcated to rest and days to activity. I think that is a very clear line that I need to draw on the sand. Wow, but it's awesome that you've like swung from one end to the other, you know? You've swung from Netflix professional to fitness professional. <laughs> Listen, influenced, influenced yeah, by my influence, influence yeah, partner yeah. here, so. Yeah, yeah, well done, well done. So as, as far as physical is concerned, what I have added new to my life is 20 minutes cold submergence every morning in 8 to 12 mm. degree water in Cape Town, which has been fantastic. The inflammation in my body, not that I was inflamed before, but very much less. Also, I've started playing paddle, uh, which is fantastic. It's very social, very fun. It's that mix between tennis and squash, loving it, like, almost like itchy to play because it's quite addictive, fastest growing sport in the world. I've started one-on-one -on -one Pilates class with my friend Fiona, and she is a brute, uh, uh, like she's hardcore, but we've been doing hour four times a week of Pilates. So loving it, you know, lots of warps mm. with the beanie, uh, cold water submergent, paddle, and uh, that. I've also been eating at a cafe called Vagabond Cafe, which I, I want to punt. I want to tell everybody about it. I... They, they, it's owned by some young guys uh, and girls. They're dynamic, fun, young. Their staff are always happy. We have such a vibe there. The food is well-priced and absolutely delicious. 
So Vagabond has been almost feeding me. I've been having all their food and, and, and popping in there for breakfast for a green juice or a coffee or a lunch. So I've been going out of my way to support them. So I've been quite um, intentional about that. I've also, um, uh, you know, I've been taking these uh, tablets from Biogen. They're like tanning tablets. And I don't want you to laugh, but because what happened with Biogen is I had a budget to spend and I finished spending the budget. And I mean, I still had money left over and I found these tablets that are tanning tablets. They've got melanin, melanin and uh, copper inside them. So I've been taking them. Everybody's like, geez, John, you're tan so amazing. Are you in the sun a lot? I'm like, no, I've been taking these, I don't know, vitamin tablets that give me a tan. So I, I, that's also, everybody keeps commenting about it. So that's also been kind of self-care, you know, you're like you don't have to go into the sun to really have a nice complexion. I've got usually a good tan, but having the, the sort of tablets has really helped as well. And that's, that's weird because, you know, when you tan, you always feel a bit better. And so go and check out the Biogen tan tablets, you know, without sounding funny. Mm. I never thought I'd ever take mm. tan tablets, but I mean, just here we are. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, like funny things. I was watching your, um, your Facebook feed this morning and you had this thing about like uh, Cairo and someone commented on it. And I read um, you replying to them saying, are you going to Padel? Yes, I, I read Padel. it and I was like, you're going to, oh, is it Padel? It is Padel. It's called Padel, not Paddle. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. But I thought Padel was a place. I thought they were going to a place oh, no, Padel he's, he's, in he's, Cairo. No, he's ranked number two in Padel in South Africa, and he's a coach. Yes. I met him at Padel. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. All right. So moving on to the next one, mental. Mental. Yeah, go ahead. Week. For me? All right. Yeah. Doug? I have been doing the lectures every morning and every afternoon. I'm still listening to lectures. I still have my study groups. I'm still going through that process every morning. It's a, it's a great ritual, you know, to start off with an hour of lectures in the morning. And the afternoon, sometimes I listen to lectures, but I'm also listening to music. But that in my mental state, really like feeding it in the morning of what I want to learn. And in the afternoons, um, listening to music, I just want to unwind and relax. And quite funny, I think with mental, the cold water has been a fantastic mental thing because to walk straight into 10 degree water and to sit in it to your neck for 20 minutes is a mental episode and so i was reading the mm. other day it's in fact one of my new slides i said the two most expensive things to do with your brain is exercise and learn something new and i'll add a third one to it is to get into cold water now when you're able to do any three of those and you commit to it you're, you're committing brain power to focusing in on breaking through a pain barrier working out or breaking through an, a, a lack of understanding towards understanding something with new information, and then breaking through your body's immediate reaction of wanting to escape the uncomfortability of cold water. So um, lectures and cold water is what I've been doing for my mental state and uh, working really well, love them. Do you think that the, I don't know, I look at this cold water thing and I'm always like, it seems like a bit of a fad to me. Look, I think a lot, of the, a lot of the research that I've been reading recently has also just been talking about how it's an anti-aging process. And if you think about anything that is alive that goes into the fridge, what happens to it? Yeah, you know, it gets it's, frozen. It, yeah. Well, no, no. I mean, you, your fridge is broken, bro. The freezer is what makes you frozen. The fridge <laughs> oh, just keeps it cool. Um, and so you almost stop any uh, growth of bacteria, of anything. So you stall growth at freezing. And in cold, you preserve life. So I think it's the same principle, and I think it is a fad, but if you think about it, so maybe is having a green juice every day and meditation, and they're flipping good for you. So you might as well get onto those fads um, and, and, and be part of it. And look, for years and years, I didn't want to do it because I didn't think I would be able to. I didn't have the mental capacity, and I just decided at the beginning of this year, I'm just going to give it a bash. 
Mm. I can't live without it now, bro. I'm like, every morning I'm there now, all of a sudden. You know, so one of the things I'm going to Dubai, I'm like, I've got to find a cold bath somewhere because I've, mm. I've, I've got to keep doing it. Do you do it in some sort of a group or is it just like you on your own? Sometimes a group, sometimes by myself. This morning I kind of meditated a little bit in there as well. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of, it's, it's, it's wonderful. I really love it. Cool. So on my side, um, one, one routine that I've been really good at this year is uh, morning pages. So I've heard about morning pages quite a few times on different podcasts. And essentially like what it means is that you, you wake up in the morning and the first thing that you do is you journal three A5 pages. And it's always the same. Like it's always three pages. And it's, it's all about like getting all of your thinking out onto paper. And it's been a great, great tool this year. Like it's been a phenomenal, um, I guess, like way of looking at emotional self-care, but also problem solving. Mm. Like when I sit down in the mornings and I say, well, you know, let me, let me write today about my speaking or growing my business, you know, whatever the case may be. Like I find that there's a lot of uh, information that gets dumped and there's also a lot of creativity that gets unleashed in those, mm. pages, in those pages. And so mm. I actually have two different books I have the one where I write down like the stream of consciousness, like just everything that sort of pops up. And then I have a smaller one where I then transfer anything that really stands out for me. I'll, I'll highlight that and I'll transfer it over into the small one as a sort of curation of my thoughts. And then what I've also done is uh, James Altucher. So he has um, this practice, I guess, where every day he creates 10 ideas and his idea is just like, I want 10 ideas for anything, like for a movie that I want to shoot one day or a TV show I want to create or a book I want to write or a business I want to open. And I've, I've adopted something similar saying, what are five ideas just to grow myself or grow my business? And so every day you want to think about how do you grow, um, like how, how do you add new activities to the growth for yourself or your business? Like, and, and that's been good because... Every day has to be new and different to the previous day. So you really start stretching yourself. And then, of course, every day you started with writing down your goals. So I feel, I feel like that keeps you focused. It keeps you moving in the right direction. So morning pages is number one. Number two is that I also have a dedicated slot for learning in the morning. Um, it is learning slash, I want to say practice. So um, I've, this year I've been taking my my speaking a lot more seriously. So partly what I do in the morning is I have some time to look at speaking blocks. So like behind me on this board here, I've written out all of the ideas that we typically speak about or that I typically speak about. And then I'll choose one of them and I'll riff on that for two or three minutes and see how coherent my thinking is and how layered my thinking is. And that's been a quite a cool little practice to do as well. So. I guess those are the two main ways that I've been mentally taking care of myself this year. I like it. Very good. Eh? You, are, you are so contemplative around those things. And I like it. You do, you massage ideas and you massage thinking and, and you massage books for decades. So the thing is awesome. Um, I don't. I'm mean, totally different. I'm like, bop, 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 let's go. Let's, next thing, next thing, next thing. So I like it. Good. Very good. Um, I, I, TJ uh, from Facebook, I don't know if you saw his comment. He's like, I love your website now. Uh, no, I love your podcast. I now even know the private jokes between you and Eric. So 
TJ, what's up, man? Thanks for listening to our podcast. I really dig you, man. You got such a cool vibe. You love your wife so much. So big up to you, TJ. Um, okay, let's move on to emotional uh, self-care. And you want to kick in there? A big part of the emotional release is being more physical. So I, I think that that does help vent and release a it lot does. of anxiety and stress that might be popping up. Yeah, it does. I think partly, like when I have felt a little bit more anxious or a bit more stressed about things my word for the year has been very powerful and grounding me again mm. so my word for the year is inevitable mm. so I, I i get to the point where i'm like well yes like um things aren't necessarily how i want it to be but it's inevitable that it will be mm. but that'll only be through me taking certain actions and me doing certain things mm. and so it, it catalyzes me back into action mm. i think what's always great is that um, I'm, I'm speaking to Dan all the time about what's going on in my business, what's going on in my, like, what am I worried about? So it, it's, it's great having her as a soundboard. To is it, is it because she's more successful than you? I mean, why are you seeking uh, her Because counsel? she's more successful, because she's smarter, <laughs> because she's a better go-kart racer. Yes, yes. Okay, carry on. Yes, carry on. <laughs> the list goes on. Yeah, a yeah, sandboarder. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get the, yeah. get the idea. Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah. And I'm trying to think, you know, the one thing that I, I, I don't think I'm doing enough of is meditation. It's kind of fallen off the radar for me completely. And I, meditation for me falls into the mental and emotional bucket at the same time. And it's something that I used to do religiously and now it's just kind of totally died off. Yeah, yeah. So that's definitely an area where I could be doing better again. Yeah, look, I, I, I don't think emotional is a strong point for you, to be honest. I mean, every conversation we've had around it, you're very mental and physical. Like the emotional stuff, like I said, right at the beginning of it is, is sometimes we don't give it that much energy. And, and, and the other day you did tell me that, you know, you've stopped meditating. And, and, uh, mm. and these are fine because, you know, they go through, you know, waves. For me, the emotional aspect is by far the most important because putting your heart into the right place for the day is a level of fitness that we can apply to ourselves. And that emotional fitness, we all know that when we're in a state of emotional fitness, anxiousness, frustration, lack of focus, almost fades out into the background. It's when we're dragging past emotions, we're dragging fears, we're dragging you know, trauma from the past, it almost becomes part and parcel of our psyche and perspective of unfitness. And then we think that's mm. just the way it is. And, I, and, I, and and really it's not. So two things that I've been doing and, I, and I'm always doing them is uh, family constellations, uh, coaching with a leader, the lady that I work with, um, and uh, uh, meditation. So the Dr. Joe Dispenza meditations for me are a must every morning. I wake up around 5.30 or so. There's about half an hour of meditation that happens. I do a couple of his meditations depending on why I'm feeling what I need and then go into the cold water and that sort of thing. So the emotional state and it's so amazing and, I, and you know this, the person you are when you start the meditation, the person you start when you end are fundamentally different and mm. Joe actually says in some of the meditations is welcome to a brand new you and he's right because you're a brand new version of yourself because you've been able to align yourself emotionally between your heart and your brain. And I think it's key mm. to do that. And, and then the practice of family constellation or whatever it is that is able to heal past trauma, lineage patterning, family drama, any of these things, the tool set there needs to be excavated, curated and found by you so that you have a constant practice to physically look after yourself mentally look after yourself and emotionally look after yourself and so if you're doing things physically and mentally daily wonderful the emotional stuff 
the, the sort of alignment between heart and head daily, but the family constellation stuff or the ayahuasca or whatever it is that you want to choose once a month or once a quarter. But if you don't have that once a quarter, once a month scenario, you then don't realize that you keep repeating patterns and you keep dragging trauma with you. They're so embedded into our psyche that we don't often even realize that they are, that we just think that's the way life is. And it's not because mm. every time mm. I finish a family constellation scenario, things are different. I'm different. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm expecting different things. I've forgiven different people. So I think it's really important that we, you know, we, we find that practice, the teacher, the coach that can help us on the, on the emotional side of things. And it's not a mental coach. Mm. That's a very different scenario. You're a high performance coach. You want, you want to get people to think better, sharper, faster. Emotional is almost memories. It's almost past stuff that we need to heal with. Whereas mental is future focused. Mm. And so it's important for us to to have that practice. And, and for me, it's been a, an incredibly important practice since I went bankrupt when I was 30 years old. So that's 16 years ago that I started this process and I haven't stopped since. It's very true what you say and like without even maybe like meaning to say it, when you, when you ask people about the difference between a coach and a therapist, they'll say coaching is future focused. Therapy is focused on your past mm. and healing that. I like that. I've never heard that before. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Listen, um, thank you. That was really good. So where do you think, you know, if you look at across all three of these, where do you think you could be doing better? What is something that you think you need to work on? I could eat less sugar. And I, I still fall into and falter into uh, being daunted by my move or worried about X, Y, and Z. And I've got to keep bringing myself back, you know. So I think on thinking, definitely, there's always more space for fitness there. Emotionally, I think I could med even meditate twice a day, which I was, and then sometimes at night I'm just tired, I, I can't. And then uh, thirdly, definitely less sugar. You know, I love cho chocolate, man. I don't know how to stop. Mm. Anybody out there can help me stop chocolate, please. <laughs> Get hold of us. Uh, but yeah, I love chocolate. <laughs> and, and, and that's kind of like my thing, you know. You, where do you think you could be doing better? Yeah, so I think definitely meditation, and I'll just build that in immediately from tomorrow. Um, I know exactly how to do it and, and when to do it. I just need to do it. And then I, I really just want to figure out my patterning next week for uh, building enough rest and recovery into my day. Mm, very good. Yeah, you know, as you get older, you start realizing that your, your body doesn't recover at the nah. same rate it did before, no. you know? Because hormonally, yeah. you don't have that much testosterone in your body. Your growth hormone is stopping produced. You could maybe as a men, as men, we also gain and gather estrogen when our testosterone drops. Mm. So you know, we develop moobs, and we develop these yeah. like love handles, and all of a sudden, you're like, "What the hell's going on here?" <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and, and I think it's really important to keep those testosterone levels up to to you know do some mm. weight training so that you got that sort of sustenance in your muscle as well. But yeah, as we get older, we get wiser, but hopefully not softer. And so we can get a little bit, you know, <laughs> keep that muscle density going. Great topic. Thank you for very Magic much, Eric. Uh, it was great to chat. Yeah, thank you. And as always, thank you for tuning into the Expansive Podcast and being a part of the Expansive Family. We are on a mission to hit 200 reviews this year. And uh, it's been incredible to see all the reviews come in. Thank you so much for those taking the time to do so. Um, I know that it's not always the easiest process. Yeah. In fact, we just got a complaint about yeah, it. We, got, we had a, a review come in, uh, a five-star review, which is our favorite kind of a review, uh, that said, uh, firstly, it's, it's quite difficult to find a, and rate a review. As far as I know, you just go to the podcast on, uh, on the, uh, the Apple Store, and then there should be a little tab that it says leave a review, but you need to be logged in, obviously. And then uh, they said, I'm always impressed with the show for you guys. Uh, your topics are diverse and very relevant to the changing planet. 
So, and that was from Lee J. Carrazzo. Thank so you, thank you for that. Um, and as always, you can also book John or I to speak at one of your events. Um, you can also book us to speak at your event together. Get a, a double, double power. Whammy. The double terrible, whammy. terrible twos. I was terrible gonna say, twos? I was gonna say, terrible, terrible duo. But like, right, that's, no, that's no, no, that. no, like you're a terrible we'll marketer. Work on that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you need yeah. to work on your closing <laughs> remark there. <Eric. laughs> For a, a terrible, terrible talk at your <laughs> event, book John and I. No, that's not gonna work. That's not gonna work. Re-record that. For an expansive event, book yeah. the expansive duo at yeah. your event. Yeah. Uh, you can find us on social media. And of course, if you like the show, we would love for you to subscribe just uh, on any podcasting platform that you like. So until next time, John, it was a pleasure, brother. Catch you soon to the audience. Bye.